Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to cancel that and we can't guarantee that we can give you your deposit back. I'm sorry. What do you mean? I mean that it's out of our hands. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. And so, come on, you know the drill. Stick with me and join me on the flip as we talk about dealing with the unfortunately of life. I'll see you on the flip. Hello and welcome to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with me, your host, Michelle Spivett, your practical priestess of wisdom. So I want to get into it because today at the time of this recording, it is Friday the 13th, but we are also in the midst of a pandemic. Yes. And um, I was thinking about a lot of the stuff that's uh, coming up that I've prepared for and other people have prepared for. I have family members who are going to be graduating and things are getting canceled and I'm trying to get deposits back for certain things. And I keep hearing this one word all the time, unfortunately. And It's getting to the point where I'm like eye twitching and trying to find my find my center and remember that we operate in wisdom here and uh, not in anger. And so I figured let's get into it and let's talk about how to deal with these unfortunately times of life. All right. So if you're with me, stick with me. All right. So what I want to say about this is that what we have to look at is that There comes a time when we have to tackle the hard things about the hard things. And whenever I hear this word, unfortunately, it always sounds to me like it is something that is totally within that person's control, but they just don't want to deal with it. And I'm like, are you really serious? Unfortunately, that's what you want to tell me? Unfortunately? But then I also have to remember, too, that it's not just about me and my immediate needs. And I try now I'm going to say that I try to take a look and uh, walk it back to see all the different entities that are affected by that unfortunately decision. And I'm not going I'm not going to try to play like it makes sense and that I want it to work. You know, I mean, that I'm OK with it. But what I will say is that by even just having the fortitude to stop and try to think past my immediate reactions of, I don't want to hear, unfortunately, I want you to fix my issue. Um, 
I have been getting a, a few insights. So if you want to hear them, let's get into it. So one of the things I'm going to say is that there is a way that we are able to uh, not 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 dupe anybody, but work with people. And it's in the area of subtle influence. Because I will say this, <laughs> that after I got that, unfortunately, and I started thinking, you know, back to, okay, what else could be working here? How many people will be affected? Why are they trying to keep my little money, you know, and, um, and all of that. And what I started uh, doing was, not asking questions as mo- as much as I was doing probative conversation. And probative conversation is um, a way of having subtle influence without it being uh, detrimental to the other person. There is a book called Captivate that I have uh, been making mention of that I've been reading. And it's really interesting. Now, for some people, if you are an introvert, it's going to be really uh, great because she's um, the author is able to give you a lot of insights in how to deal with it. And the author's name is Vanessa Van Edwards, and it's called Captivate, the Science of of succeeding with people. And there's this this area that I was really intrigued with uh, called sparks, creating sparks. And what she does is she tells you to kind of look for the or listen for those words that have more energy to them when the person is talking. And I remembered this because I had taken notes. Y'all know when I read my books, I like to take my notes. (laughs) And I found that the conversation had some sparks to it. And the sparks were the word, unfortunately, the word I, and a few other words. And when I started doing the probative conversation, meaning that I moved the conversation off of the hard part of them having to tell me no, because that's another thing that I can tell that I've personally grown in as I've been working with this faith walk. And that is being able to understand that the other person might not be having uh, joy at telling me no and uh, not giving me what I'm asking for. And so even with that and being able to reposition to come from that way, it helped me to have empathy for them. And so I'm going to cut to the chase. What ended up happening was, is I ended up getting my money back and the person was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you do not have to apologize. You don't have to apologize. But going through the process of dealing with that, unfortunately, and probing. And when I say probing, I'm talking about going and looking at those particular words and energies behind words that the person was giving me to see what is behind them. Is there something that we can come to for a win-win? I was willing to compromise on something. I was like, if you just give me a little bit back or a credit or something, but don't just shoot me down and say, unfortunately. And so doing the probative um thing, I found that they had been inundated and that it was kind of like everyone coming at them all, you know, all day long, give me my money, give me my money back and all of this. And so when we got to it, I 
actually was able to spend time talking with them about what it's like for them right now in this crazy time. And they just they 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 had not lied. They had not told me anything that was not true. But you know what they did do after we had that conversation of me, you know, doing a little probing, focusing on the particular words in their conversation that had a little more energy to them. Um above and beyond the other ones, we were able to get into a conversation that moved past chit-chat and moved past the pleasantries to where we were able to have an empathetic exchange of, I hate to say it, but a little bit of commiserating of what's really going on. And they were able to go back and look and do a little more uh, research to find a different angle to help me. And it was one that I would not have ever known of and they would not have necessarily thought of if we had ended the conversation with the unfortunately. And so it ended up being a win-win because of um, how I had purchased, when I had purchased, and then they were able to justify reversing everything for me uh, within the the company policy, even for now. And it worked out. And I was just like, wow, I would have never thought that wisdom would have me go back and do certain things to help me get a win-win situation when I had gotten an an unfortunately. (laughs) All right. So let's get into how to start doing some of these things. Now, of course, we don't have a lot of time, so I can't give you uh, an exhaustive list of things you can do to work with these unfortunately's. But what I can do is help you to uh, understand how to set it up for a higher uh, probability of being able to work with uh, the unfortunately to turn it into a win-win. And the first thing is, is that when people tell you, quote unquote, unfortunately, what they're doing is they're giving you um, a heads up that it's not really in my power. And I, I empathize with you. But unfortunately, the situation is not on your side. And that's all well and good. And it doesn't sound good when you're on the opposite side of receiving the unfortunately. But what you can do is once they use that type of word um, and you talk with them, you know, as much as you can, figure out where they are with delivering the information to you. So for instance, if you have someone, they deliver the information to you and they're just matter of fact, and they don't say much after. Unfortunately, that's not within um, my ability to do. Or they say something like, unfortunately, you don't qualify. And they're just like, boom, (laughs) I'm going to tell you, cut your losses and run. And the reason why is because this person is in lock and step with the nice way of telling you no no, and I'm not going to help you. And you can call back or you can find someone else to talk with. Do not waste your time on absolutes. When people have that type of energy, don't even try it, okay? But if you have someone that once they tell you the same thing, unfortunately, that's not, um, it's, it's not in our policy to do. And they linger 
or they do this. They let out a breath and you hear that breath release. That means that there is some empathy and it means that they are kind of like feeling you. And a person that can empathize with you is a person that will work with you. And it's not necessarily well it, where it will come out in your favor, but you can make it where there is some type of negotiation, compromise, or whatever. You know, you don't always have to go to, let me speak to your manager. <laughs> you know, you don't always have to go there. There are different ways that you can do it. So let's move into this practicality because you know how we do. One of the first things I do, and I've mentioned it, I think, once before on another podcast as an aside, but one of the things that I do, and I happened up on this a few years ago when I really decided that I was going to stop being a bubblehead and start learning wisdom. <laughs> and uh, when I started, and, and I don't I don't think that this came about when I got the, unfortunately, I think I just got a straight up nope. <laughs> And at the time I was talking to a manager and I don't remember exactly what the situation was, but I do remember the exchange and it was over the phone. And I asked the manager, I was like, I understand that you said no, but can I, I said, may I ask you um, uh, some questions and would you just really level with me? And she was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, based on all the knowledge you have and you being working there at, and, and I'm deeming you as the expert because you are in management. And, I, and she's like, yes. And I was like, uh, so are you able to help me with this? Meaning that you have the power to do it. And she was like, she paused because she had agreed to answer my questions. She paused and she was like, yes. And I said, okay, thank you. And then the next question was, I was like, are you willing to help me? Now that we have established that you have the power, are you willing to help me? She took another pause. And you know what she said? Just this one time. <laughs> and, and I was floored. But what it did was, is it helped both of us to see what we were really dealing with. Because there have been times after that, that I've talked to someone and I've asked them the same questions and they have said, no, I don't have the power, but if I did, I would be willing to help you. And then I ask, is there someone there that it does have the power that you think would be willing to help me? And I've gotten some help, you know, those types of ways, especially when, when I needed to get something done expeditiously and or, you know, something happened. I, re I remember there was something with Amazon where someone had stole something in uh, uh, packaging in front of my house and I was getting on a plane the next day. And just there have been so many times that these techniques have happened. So let me make this in summary for you as some of the ways that you can start getting people uh, into the place where you all can work together to deal with these unfortunately's in your life. Okay. So one of the things is, is when you are dealing with someone, whether one, whether it's in person or digitally or over the phone, qualify them to figure out if they have the power and the will to help you. And the reason why I want you to qualify this is because this will set you up for the next thing. So if the person <laughs> has the power and the will to help you and they say no to both, 
The next thing I want you to do is I want you to ask them. Now, this is the next one. Knowing what you know, if you were in my predicament and knowing what you know about your company, your situation, what would you do? Because what it does is it still moves a person into that empathetic seat. Because if they can't empathize with you, they should be able to empathize with themselves. And it's really hard for someone who has the will and the power to make something happen tell themselves no in the same situation. And what this really is, is this is a uh, way of getting people to reform how they look at their world and how they approach things. And um, we've we've talked about it actually before in how uh, people uh, uh, approach their, um, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm 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 searching for the word, but it's simply how people approach the advice they would give to others. And by doing this and understanding that you're not doing what you would tell other people to do, that's that's not good. And sometimes it's only when you point out to other people that, hey, you're being kind of hypocritical without calling them hypocritical, by the way. We don't we don't want to, te- you know, peeve anyone. Um, but when you are able to show them that, oh, so this is a do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. You know, when you when they start to realize that I'm 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 really not being accommodating. It helps to snatch them out of it unless that, you know, unless they are just in a bad mood and they are just not here for it today. Um, And so doing that a lot of times will help people to look at this pronouncement of unfortunately (laughs) so that they're able to move past that and they're able to do what it takes to uh, gain or recapture their ability to empathize with what you've got going on. And another thing I want to just say about this is not in my notes. Do not try to uh, trick people. Don't try to charm people. Be very sincere when you ask these questions. Ask them. I am not trying to put you on the spot, but I just really want to know. Um, and, you know, you might even want to say, I, I don't want to waste our time. Uh, because if you're not the person that would be able to help me, I, I want to kind of like ma- get off of your phone or stop using your time so I can get to the person co- who can help me. And so you can even say, you know, this would kind of be like just to qualify. Uh, are you the person with the power to help me? And then if so, are you willing and able to do it? And by doing that, that's how you start to get them into that. And like I said, if they if they are like, nope, 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 <laughs> then you appeal to their expertise and you move them into an empathetic seat where it's all about them. And you say, knowing what you know about this situation, what would you do if you were the one in this situation, giving yourself advice, what would you do next? And like I said, it's really hard for people when you put them in the seat for them to tell themselves, I would tell me no and that's it, <laughs> you know, all right? And so that's one of them. 
Another one that you can do when you're dealing with the unfortunately's, as I said before, you want to look at those energies of the words that they're using to see if they be for you or, or against you. Because what you then want to do is say, for instance, it's it's not a situation where you're dealing with someone in a power situation as much as you're dealing with someone where you're dealing with um, a circumstance that might be new and neither one of you know how to fix it. This is where you're going to then work with them to be creative. And so working with someone to be creative means that you kind of like MacGyver things, meaning that you try to ask them questions to come up with what it would take for to make it easier for them to help you. And in order to do this, you're going to have to gain their um, their cooperation. And so by doing that, when someone tells you, unfortunately, you can then do things like, I totally understand that this is putting you in a bind. And um, I am not wanting to keep you, you know, here. I really just kind of want to you know, pick your mind for what you know, so I can come up with another way to approach this because I know that this is my issue. This is my situation, but you've been so kind to talk with me. And if you would just, you know, help me get a little more information, then maybe I can come up with another approach to this. And and by doing that, you make the, you make it easier for they for them to become a team member with you so that you can come up with a process. You see, it makes it easier for people to help you, especially in complex situations, when you do the heavy lifting and you come up with the creative solutions and approaches that they can take. And so by doing that, and you say things like, well, Maybe if I can offer this or do that, you know, and you give them options, it's easier because too many times when we get an unfortunately from someone, which is, like I said, another way of telling you no, we don't make it easy for them to tell us yes. We have to come up with a way for them to be to, to say, okay, well, I'll try that. I have had many times when I've had to think on the spot, ask different probing questions. Remember I told you we can do probing conversation of uh, working with their skill set. I have even asked, have you ever encountered something that is in kind of the ballpark of this? And you will be amazed at how many times when you when you simply ask that kind of question, people will pause and they will be like, you know, come to think of it, there was this, this person that had a similar situation and you cause them to think back and pull that memory of what happened and see if it will ap- apply to you. And so it's kind of like you are managing upward uh, to help them to help you. And the next one is when you get these unfortunately's, not every time is your answer going to come from the person who told you no. I have a saying that no means next. And next sometimes means to keep pushing for a different solution or to get them to look at it from a different angle like the first two ways we've talked about. But then there are times when no really does mean next. (laughs) You move on. And with that, 
if you see that this is not going to work, there's no solution, the people aren't able to help you, no means next, the next thing we're wanting to look for is you're wanting to look for a favor contract. Favor, F-A-V-O-R, favor contract. And with a favor contract, it is taken from the 19, I think it's in the 1970s, um, the first, it was called the Xerox test. And it was done by a, a researcher out of California where she was trying to figure out how people are able to persuade and influence uh, strangers. And so what she did was is she put people or she would approach people who were in line to use the Xerox machine. And she tried three different ways of having her subjects approach them. One way was to ask them if they can cut in front of them. And then they would say things like, excuse me, may I cut in front of you? And she would record whether the person said yes or no. The next time it was, may I cut in front of you because I'm in a hurry or I only have two pages to copy or I'll be quick and recorded it. And then the next time was, excuse me, uh, may I ask a favor? May I cut in front of you? Now, which one do you think did better? You guessed it. It was the one where you didn't even need to tell people why. You just asked for the favor. It's something about when you put people in the position to grant you a boon, grant you a favor, what you're doing is subconsciously giving them status and prestige over you so that they feel benevolent and you appeal to their benevolency. And so by asking for the favor, you tend to be able to get people to side with you. And so that's the favor contract that you want to look at when you start looking for people to help you with your unfortunateleys. And like I said before, you can use it with the, the manager who has the power and the will to help you. You know, you can ask them for the favor. Or if you have exhausted everything you can get from this train of thought and these people, you could possibly find someone else and say, excuse me, I need a favor. There have been times when I wasn't able to get something done over the phone. And so I went in person and instead of trying to go through, you know, are you willing and able to help me? The first person I came up to, I would say things like, excuse me, I need a huge favor. I know I'm not in the, you know, I know I'm going against uh, what you all might say. I've already spoken to someone on the phone and they weren't able to help me. So I figured if I came in and um, in person that maybe I might find someone here with a soft heart who would be willing to help me. And yes, I've been able to get things done that way. And you might be saying, Michelle, why are you telling us about all these different ways to get people to turn their no's into yeses? The reason why I'm getting, I'm, I'm spending this time is so that you will understand that when things don't go the way you'd like for them to, you can accept that and that's totally fine. And there are times, even when I know, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's supposed to be that way. I don't always say, well, I'm not, you know, putting up with that. You 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 get a sense of knowing when it's when it's truly a no and when it's like a maybe. Um, but I'm also doing this because I want you to see how when you start wor- working with wisdom, how wisdom will start shaping you 
to change and to find different ways for it to be easier for people to help you to get to where you need to on your journey. Because in today's world, especially on this Friday the 13th, in the in the um, time that we're in with the pandemic and um, and all of the uncertainty out there, understanding these little things of of dealing with situations that were supposed to be unfortunate for you. When you learn and start exercising that muscle of working through that and knowing that no means next, understanding that I can take that. Yeah, I'll work with the unfortunately, but I'm going to work with it to at least try to find a win-win solution or find a way for me to approach it in a way where it doesn't get you in trouble and I get what I need, even if we negotiate and we have to meet in the middle on a new whatever, but it helps you to be able to build your wisdom muscle because you need that. You know, people right now, especially at the time of this recording, are understanding that there is a bigger wealth that we need. And it's not monetary wealth. It's wisdom and mental wealth. And by dealing with these types of things that happen where you get a no or something happens that was not in your favor and you can figure out a way to start strengthening your mind muscle and your wisdom muscle to figure out a way to turn it into your favor, that's going to help you so much more because you are building up that capital, that mental and wisdom capital so that Things that used to throw you out of whack and uh, totally take the sugar out of your cake don't phase you anymore because you've learned how to uh, change your fortune, change your outlook. And these are very important and powerful skills. When you start tackling the unfortunateties of life, you start gaining a power that no one can take from you. Because it is a a powerful uh, skill to have. So in the last few minutes that I have, let's go back over um, and and talk a little bit in uh, recap. So when you deal, when you get the, your, uh, excuse me, when you get your unfortunately's in life, remember that there are a few ways that you can immediately work with this. First, you can listen for the spark words, the words that have more power to them. And you can focus on those to figure out if the person you're dealing with is for you or against you. Once you've decided that, then you want to talk with a person who has a certain amount of power and you want to qualify them by figuring out, first of all, do they have the power to help you? And then secondly, are they willing and able to help you? And if they are, then they will. But if they aren't, then you want to move into qualifying them by saying, look, you are the expert. What would be the advice you would give yourself in this situation? And then listen for that. The next way is going to be where you MacGyver it and you ask probative questions of the person to come up with a way to to get a innovative or a novel way to help you help yourself. And then the third way is to appeal to favor by asking them for a favor and giving them the ability to have status over you where you put them in a benevolent power over you to grant you a boom. So I hope this has helped you and please don't forget to check out uh, the show notes because my time is up and I'm going to have to see you tomorrow.
And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.